Hello everyone and welcome to the Spirit Baby Diaries podcast. This is a place where the extraordinary whispers of the yet to be born come to life. Through listening to this podcast, you'll be joining us for an uplifting and unfiltered adventure, a bridge between the spiritual and physical worlds. My name is Katie Williams. I'm your host and a spirit baby medium. Through my intuitive gifts, I connect with the souls who are intending on joining us here on earth in this lifetime. This podcast is for those of you who are fascinated by the creation and miracle that we call life. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started with today's episode. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hi. I love your background. Thanks. I love I love the flowers. I used to have like a similar um like backdrop when I did sessions. And so that kind of reminds me of that. I love it. I love it. When we moved in here, it was already here and I was like, it's perfect for all my calls. <laughs> yes, and you're matching today too with the green. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited for this. Yes, I'm so excited as well. And um, I love to just open up calls with thanking you, the client, for trusting me with doing the session for you and for channeling the information that will come through. So I wanted to share my gratitude for that. Thank you. And then going into this session, there's a couple of different ways that we can start it off. So before the session, I did channel some information that wanted to come through. So we can either start with that or we can start with any specific questions that you have. I think we just start with whatever you got and see what goes what goes from there. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'm read your description in the form from when you booked the session and then from there I went in and channeled um so I wanted to start off with the these situations around the miscarriages which firstly my heart goes out to you for you know going through those experiences and even though we have beautiful tools like communicating with our spirit babies it's still it's still something physical that happened and there's definitely grief that comes with it and so I wanted to um extend that love out to you for that situation and yeah no problem um I did sense the two souls that wanted to come through from the two miscarriages that you went through so they presented this um this cycle that they've been taking with their souls so I automatically sensed a male and a female, and um, this is from their previous lifetime. So it feels like they are ancestors of yours. I'm seeing um, like great, great grandparent level, and I'm seeing that they were both partners in their previous lifetime, and that even in the astral, even in the spiritual, they are still maintaining that connection. And so it feels like they were feeling called to come back into your lineage and to experience a physical lifetime with you. 
But what I did see was that first the female came in and then left and then the male came and then left. And it feels like um, there wasn't like anything going on in the physical to necessarily have them make that decision. It feels like when um, when they would tune into their frequency and your frequency, it just didn't feel right for yeah. them to be apart. Um, so now it feels like they are acting as spirit guides for you. Um, I'm not seeing that they have plans of them to coming into um, this lifetime in the form of your child, but I am seeing that they are going to facilitate another soul to come in for you. So to kind of like describe the image that's coming through, I'm seeing both of them together and I'm seeing them presenting themselves in kind of like this older age, right? They're showing that um, that their ancestors and that their great, great grandparents. And then I'm seeing between them like a very dim light. So it's like a very faint glowing white light. And oftentimes that represents the energy of a soul. And the fact that it's very small and very, very dim is showing that it's a new soul, which is actually really exciting because a new soul is a completely blank slate. Um, and I'm seeing that these, these two souls that originally came in, the two great-great-grandparents, are combining their own frequencies to create this new soul, essentially. So to kind of elaborate on that, I've actually been channel channeling a lot about how a soul is created. And the main gist of it is that when frequencies of a similar charge come together and fire together, it creates a new awareness. So cool. a soul is almost like a miniature version of the universe. Um or even almost like a different version of our brain because in, in our brain we have things that fire together, mm -hmm. wire together. So it's similar when it comes to the makeup of a soul. So I am seeing that um, your ancestors are taking their frequency and firing it together with other similar frequencies around them that's starting to create this new consciousness which is oh. really exciting visually nice and then i'm seeing that they're pointing to this period of almost like being in a cocoon so whenever time frames come through i always love to um, just reiterate that time frames can shift, change, things can happen quicker, slower. Yeah, so I'm seeing that they're pointing to a time frame of one year that feels like a cocoon for you. Um, I'm seeing the birthing of a lot of creative pursuits, um, things that are wanting to be birthed from you in terms of writing and speaking and educating. There's like this part of you that's a teacher that's starting to emerge, but it's almost having like its own gestation period. So it's like your creative pursuits are going through their own pregnancy right now. And that's going to start coming through you within the next year. 
I feel that totally. I started a book over the summer and this last literally like a couple of weeks ago, like just got such a strong message. Like it's time to cocoon myself and finish writing this book. And the book is all about womb, how like womb wisdom of the women. And so all of this just totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. The image that was coming through was like, like you writing and it was in cursive so I could pick up on that. It was like a very feminine energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And then I definitely sensed like a connection between your womb and your third eye and your intuition just pouring through in that way. So your ancestors are definitely pointing to that and they're letting you know that you're on the right track and to really embrace this time of your life. Um, because I know also in the form you mentioned um, that you're unsure if you'll have children in the future. And they are pointing to that, that being a possibility. But for now, your energy being very present in this, in this creative bubble almost. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that totally resonates and makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I want to look more into this new soul that's coming through because this is a very new experience for me as well with, with channeling a new soul. I typically channel a lot of souls that have had like previous lifetimes and all this history. And so this is very different and unique as well. <laughs> and the fact that your ancestors are there with this soul is just bringing about like this huge wave of love. Um, it feels like, it feels like a shift and a change. I'm hearing that in your ancestry, there have been a lot of patterns around like restriction from both a creative and financial perspective. So I'm seeing that in your lineage, there have been a lot of people who wanted to be artists and creatives and they allowed that to be their side thing, but it never really brought them the financial freedom that they wanted to experience. And so now with, with what you're pursuing in your life right now and this new soul coming through, they're wanting to help facilitate that change and to allow the lineage to express the, the creativity and the passion that has has been in you and in, in your soul for generations. So I am seeing that this soul does have like a very, it, it has a very open energy. So again, this soul is very, very new and visually very, very dim <laughs> because it's still developing, but I'm seeing the soul being very open to possibility. And I'm seeing that when they come into the physical, they're going to be led by curiosity. And I'm hearing something a little bit humorous from your ancestors that, you know, they may be someone who as a toddler, you know, goes outside and like picks up a random animal and you're like, no, 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 put it down, <laughs> sit down. But that's, that's your curiosity coming out. And by nurturing the curiosity, of course, with healthy boundaries when needed, um, it's going to help them thrive in this lifetime. Cool. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also want to look more into um, 
anything that your ancestors have to say about this soul because it does feel like they're acting as um as spirit guides for the soul so every soul chooses a team of spirit guides to help them come into their next lifetime and sometimes those spirit guides might just be souls who have a similar frequency um, sometimes their ancestors it really varies but i'm seeing that these two ancestors in particular are, are going to be guides for the soul um, coming into the physical and throughout their physical life. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tune in and see what wisdom they have to give around that. Okay, so I see them coming through as being like on your right and left shoulder and signifying balance, finding balance in your day-to-day -day life and especially in your creative pursuits. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing that there's a lot of intuitive information that comes through when you're writing your book or teaching or doing something within that realm. But also there's a side of that that wants to come forth that has to do with being rooted in science and putting a little bit of that in there. And I see that carrying into your conception journey and pregnancy journey as well. So I'm seeing that you will be led a lot by your intuition when it comes to conceiving and also throughout your pregnancy journey. Um, I'm seeing you being like very into like reading books and just gathering a lot of information and then your intuition being like the filter to say, okay, does this resonate? Does that resonate? So I'm hearing that sometimes you can get like, like very caught up in the intuitive side and be like all intuition, all flow. And that's beautiful, but they're also showing that there's a groundedness that is needed and that it will help you to um, hear your intuition even more effectively. Totally makes sense. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I can definitely get carried away. I know the groundedness has definitely been something um, so powerful. And I had the ectopic rupture that happened a year and a mm -hmm. half ago and Definitely since then, I feel like I'm so much more in my body and I'm just continually seeking that balance and what it all means. And, you know, it's so interesting that this conversation is happening now because we just hit um, this this month right now is when we conceived for the ectopic rupture that happened. And so... Mm -hmm. And we conceived in Costa Rica and I was just there leading a retreat. And it was like this whole wild, like kind of a completion of whatever that cycle was. And um, yeah, it's, I, in my own intuitive experience, you know, doctors are saying like, it's, we've cut half of your uterus out from that experience. Like it's not really safe or right or good to have another baby. Um, 
And yet I've just been intuitively feeling that if we choose not to, that's great. And if we choose to, that's great that all choices are actually available to us. And so it's kind of weird, you know, hearing this and like what this soul could be. And I'm just so kind of curious, like if we choose not to conceive how that soul might still be working in and through us, will it stick Mm -hmm. around or will it, you know, go, go to be conceived somewhere else? Yeah. I'm hearing that if you choose not, not to conceive that the soul will be like a muse for you when it comes to your work and your creativity. Um, I'm seeing that that's not something that they're willing to compromise on. They're kind of giving this energy of like, I'm here to stay whether I come into the physical or not. Yeah. And then of course your ancestors being there as well to help you along the way. So it feels like this soul is also um, not in a rush to come into the physical just because they're new. Um, So they're willing to get a feel for the physical through creativity um, if you choose not to conceive again. So essentially what that would do for them is give them a glimpse into earth and you know these frequencies of love that we feel on the physical plane because it is a little bit different when um when we talk about frequencies in the physical and the spiritual because here on earth of course we're human and we have emotions we have our brain you know we have all these different parts of ourselves but in the spiritual it's purely energy and it's purely frequency so it feels like if you choose not to conceive that this soul will simply stick around like close to you and close to your energy um, to get a feel for for earth and what happens on earth and i'm seeing that they would then choose to come into someone else's body i'm seeing that it wouldn't be through like immediate family i'm seeing kind of like extended family but still in the same um in the same bloodline essentially if we go back generations and generations and um so i'm seeing that you would be prepping them for that lifetime if they didn't come into this one oh yeah that makes sense yeah, and also when you were describing your um, experience with the rupture and everything, um, when that happens, our intuition definitely increases when it comes to our womb. And um, I had a personal experience as well, not with a rupture, but with something similar where afterwards my intuition just deepened and deepened and I'm sure you've experienced too where there's almost like a tug where it's like I know there's something here but I can't I can't shake it no matter what anyone else says and so I wanted to just validate your feelings on that as well because when a soul comes in and then leaves the spiritual connection is only stronger so even though they came into the physical and then left the spiritual connection isn't severed it's still there um there are there are situations sometimes where 
um, if a spirit baby leaves, they may choose to go to someone else to be right. conceived. But in the situation, that's not the case. It feels like they're only wanting to be with you more. Um, and they're wanting to give you that strength and say, you know what? Yes, we came. And yes, it didn't work out physically. But they want you to know that they're still here and able to provide for you in whatever role you choose for them to be. So they're coming with this energy of both love and detachment of we're here if you need us and if you need space, if you, you know, need to be human and be in your feelings, we can give you that too. Yeah, that makes sense. There's been, um, you know, before that, the very first miscarriage before our kiddos in between, um, the girl energy, she was so present. I mean, my husband and I both felt her, heard her, you know, it was a whole thing. And then to have miscarried that first child and like, oh, like she has just been dancing with us and so present and even present. We weren't sure if it was her soul or not that just came back for that, the rupture mm -hmm. that happened. Um, it's funny though, my kids thought it was a boy. So it's funny you say like a, a male energy for that, for the one that just occurred. Um, but regardless, it definitely has always felt like it's been a, a very layered journey and a lot of mm -hmm. um, feeling like the, the, the work that I'm doing in my vessel and like in the world today through my teaching and the spiritual work that I'm doing, um, that there's definitely like this, this partner on the other end and on the other side, that's really there to support what I'm up to. It, it's very strange because my human brain, you know, has, it has the emotion and the grief is there. And, um, two weeks ago, if we had this conversation, I think I would have been a blubbering disaster, but having just kind of completed this cycle in Costa Rica and like this whole thing, it's like, wow. Okay. Now the book is next and that's the pregnancy or the birth. And it's like really trying not to have attachment to whether or not we have a ch another child. Mm -hmm. Um, we had an interesting experience and I, I don't know, you know, if this will come in or come through or anything when I share this, but we, we spent some time as a family in Hawaii over the summer and the long story short, I have been terrified of dogs my entire life, like very, very, very scared of them. And it's been something like I've been to hypnotherapists, I've done past life regression, like, you know, I've seen some past life things and I'm afraid they're like back to get me in this life, this whole thing, right? I don't need to go into it. But what was so interesting is that when we arrived at our Airbnb, there was a dog that was just sitting there waiting for us. And like nobody knew where this dog came from. And it was a female dog and she was with us for like six weeks. And we did all the things and we checked the chip and we talked to the Humane Society. Long story short, she became this like healing dog for me and my family. And we ended up adopting her and bringing her home. Oh, no and way. It feels like, like the soul of these, of this girl energy that has been so present with us 
to come through, like almost manifested like through this dog. And, you know, it's just so wild. Like our kids call her their sister and it's just so interesting to have been so afraid and that this dog and this energy and this female you know entity has presented itself for our family as this new addition and i mean that's just been a couple months ago and so that's a whole other wild ride and feels connected in all the things and all the ways so i don't know if anything came forward for you but that's been kind of wild <laughs> yeah yeah i do have a couple of things coming you through but as i was listening i was like like how synchronistic yeah. you know and it's so beautiful when those things happen because we're like like logically we're baffled but on the inside it's like okay i think i know what this means yeah so what i was hearing is that um, this ancestor, this female energy has taken part of her soul and placed it into this animal. And um, this is actually something that's going to help me in the future when, when animals come through, because now she's like educating me on the souls of animals and things like that. So cool. I'm hearing that animals don't have a full soul inside of them it's like they have a fragment of a soul inside of them whereas more intellectually advanced beings like us have our soul mostly inside of us and I say mostly because you know we have our intuition um and we can still be connected to god source universe whatever resonates with you and so I'm hearing that she took part of her energy and placed it into this animal with this knowing of like this is this is me coming into the family but in a different way yeah so the interesting thing that i'm hearing as well when it comes to souls and animals is that a soul that chooses to have part of them placed in an animal can exist almost like in in two different planes at one time so her soul can be here communicating with us and also be inside of the awareness of the dog that's yeah. in your family cool so it's really interesting that that dynamic comes through um one because now i have a new understanding of animals and souls but two, because she is confirming that she's still there with you and that she still has a channel through you. And I'm hearing that the dog in your family can also be like an intuitive channel for you and for your creative pursuits. So I'm seeing you maybe sitting like in meditation with your dog. Of course, we can't predict whether an animal is just going to like get up and be like, no, I'm not really into it. But I'm seeing that you can visualize like an energetic circuit connecting you to your dog and then receiving her emotions and receiving her messages and then interpreting them and allowing them to guide you. So it's almost like you have a spirit guide that is able to go back and forth between the sp the spiritual and the physical. So she's like, yeah, I'm here communicating with you. And 
part of me is with you in the physical as well. So it's a really interesting dynamic. Very cool. And then I'm seeing for the male energy that um, he is, he's mainly in the spiritual. I don't see him coming through as like um, another animal, for example, but I am hearing him say, you can find me in nature. Mm. And I'm seeing specifically a lavender plant. So I'm not sure if that's like a plant that you like or um, if you like gardening or planting flowers or anything like that. But I'm hearing that he's saying that if you feel called to have like a lavender plant in your home, that can be a channel for you communicating with him. And also whenever like flowers or colors come through, I look at it through a chakra perspective as well. Yeah. So the color purple is the crown chakra. It's our spiritual connection. And um, the soul is very wise. He has like lifetimes of knowledge to give. And I'm seeing that he is older than the female. So he lived a lot more lifetimes and then they came together um, a few lifetimes ago as a couple. And so I see him kind of being like, yeah, I have a lot of wisdom, but she knows what she's doing. The female. <laughs> she knows how to, how to go back and forth between the physical and the spiritual. But he's saying that um, you can feel into his presence in nature through the lavender plant um, and connecting with the crown chakra. Cool. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I want to see if there's anything coming through from the soul, if that's okay with you. The yeah, soul. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hearing them say, you can invite me into your womb without me being embedded in there. So by that, they're saying that when you host a retreat or teach a mm -hmm. class or write your book, you can set the intention for them to come into your womb, but they can do that even without being conceived. So it's almost like establishing a more energetic bond where you can still feel their presence and tap into their energy but there's no obligation or attachment to them coming into the physical makes sense cool okay so right now they're kind of um, they're pointing to you and saying you can take the reins with any specific questions that you have. They're kind of like, okay, it's her turn. They, I'm, I'm seeing that they like to be very expressive with, um, like with their hands and just sharing knowledge. It feels like they have a lot of stories to tell if we were to, you know, <laughs> sit and channel for a few hours. So now they are, um, they're directing to you if there's anything that you want to look into. Well, I knew you were going to ask me if I have questions. And so many of the times I don't have specific questions. And let's see what wants to come forward. I think a great question would be, is there, I mean, 
I'm I'm so grateful that I I spend time in my own meditating and connecting and yet we're here in this space and so it's a beautiful place to just um ask but I think in in going into this writing of this book about the womb wisdom um is there is there a specific theme or a topic or concept that maybe hasn't come through me yet that they're wanting to share more about that I can really mm -hmm. bring to fruition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me see. I'm hearing the words shedding and detachment, and I'm definitely hearing your personal stories being the inspiration for this yeah. and sharing with women how they can still feel comfortable in their bodies, in their lives, whether they are shedding on their period or maybe they've had um, part of their womb taken out or gone through loss, miscarriage, and providing that peace and clarity to them. So I am hearing that um, exploring topics like grief, like letting go, is something that could be part of the book. Yeah. And I'm hearing that the book's tone is like very empowering and educational and enlightening. And I'm hearing that this topic would be like, like the like the the bow on the present i was trying to find the right word because they're showing me kind of like like a christmas present and then a bow being tied on top so they're signifying through that 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 it would kind of complete the message of the book and um also in general like when we choose a specific line of work um oftentimes it is an extension of who we are on a soul level and our personal experiences and so it feels like going into those topics will help to draw more women to you who have been through similar things or who are exploring the topic i'm not hearing that you have to go super deep into your own personal experiences but more so the energetic themes of them so instead of talking about you know the, the intimate details of the losses or anything similar that you've gone through, maybe just briefly mentioning it and then going deeper into, um, this is what I felt in my body, this is what happened mm -hmm. in my intuition, and this is how I've been able to um, find some sense of closure or clarity around it. So it feels like this will be an initiation too for other women who felt like they're kind of in this lull where they're kind of stuck and they feel like they've been in the same energy for a while because of what they've been feeling in their womb. And that from reading these topics, they'll be able to kind of wrap it up and say, okay, I of course have my own human feelings and emotions and experiences and i now feel that i have clarity and closure from the spiritual perspective so i'm seeing that it's like the cherry on top for 
the overall empowerment tone of the book. Love that. That makes so much sense. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, great. So what else? Um, okay. We can just ask whether it's the soul or these ancestor beings. <laughs> um, you know, is there a message for not just me, but for mm -hmm. our family unit now? Um, that can just support more exploration and curiosity and grounding, mm -hmm. emotional, like all the things that our family navigates. Um, yeah, is there anything specific coming through for, for us as a family unit? Mm -hmm. So immediately I was seeing a lot of scenes in nature and I'm seeing large communities. So I'm seeing you guys helping out in your community or maybe other events where it's very like nature and environmental based um, and working a lot with that element of mother nature. I'm seeing that for the family as a whole. There's, um, there's, how do I want to say it? There's a lot of intentional energy around how you guys live, how you take care of your bodies, um, being present. Like there's just that very zen grounded energy. And I'm hearing that as a family, you guys have the power to give back. So I am seeing that getting involved in um, like different charity or community related things every once in a while will help to strengthen the family bond even more because it feels like that's where everyone's heart will really shine. And um, I'm seeing that at first, it may feel like a little uncomfortable because you might be like, what are we doing? What are we supposed to do? Are we doing enough? Um, but I'm hearing that there will be people that you guys will get to know as well that you will collaborate with um for future things whether that's i don't know if you live near a beach but you know things like a beach cleanup or um a park cleanup you know mm -hmm. simple things like that or um if you decide to go bigger like um like hosting a run to raise money for the environment um in the area that you live in so it feels like being active in the environment around you guys will help to strengthen the family unit. Um, and I'm seeing that it will also provide fulfillment on a soul level. And that not only will it be about charity and giving back and community, but also having fun again and tapping into the inner child as well and coming back to the simple things in life, you know, the trees, the lakes, the flowers, you know, just just being human in our rawest form and that strengthening the family bond overall. I love that. Yeah, we um it's that is so many of my husband and I's conversations, like so much. Um, we even want to create like a nonprofit that supports people to travel and give back wherever they travel to and like support. There's the whole thing. It's so I love that. It's great and it's beautiful. And we're always, you know, doing our best to thrive in nature. Um, 
and sometimes it's hard in this 3D world, but it is definitely what we strive for. And I think sometimes we're like waiting for this thing that we want to do to form before actually doing the give back. So I think that that's something that we can definitely just do now um, and let it develop as, as the nonprofit develops. Yeah, I definitely hear, um... I feel this energy of like, do it before you feel fully ready um, because the desire is strong enough to act on. And yeah. then I'm seeing like this funny scenario where maybe like the first couple of times you guys get involved in things, it's like, who do we talk to? Do I stand over here? Should I handle <laughs> this thing, that thing? Like, like it feeling a little bit um like a little bit icky at first just out of confusion and it being so new but that once you guys get to know people um and get the ball rolling that it's something that will definitely um help your family thrive help people around you thrive um and develop into this really amazing thing for the community oh that's beautiful all right, so to close off, I just want to see if there's anything else that wants to come right. through to wrap things up. Okay, so I'm seeing the relationship between your two ancestors, the ones that we channeled today, and the new soul. And they're showing this image of dancing with one another um, and sharing a lot of laughter together. And through this, they're letting you know that they are happy with where they are. Um, mm. And they want you to feel that too. And that they're with you. And if you ever need like a pick-me-up or inspiration um, or anything like that, you can always connect with them in meditation um, or setting an intention one of the things that I love to do with my spirit babies is to pick an animal and say, if you're here, send me this animal within 24 hours. And it always comes. And cool. now there are some in particular that I know are from my spirit babies. So doing things like that too, just to stay connected with them. But either way, they're they're happy, they're joyful, um, and, and they're rooting for you because they... They're seeing you and your family as that, um, as that family to facilitate a new direction for the overall lineage. Beautiful, cool. Hmm. Thank you so so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was fun. Yes, it was. It was such a pleasure talking with you. Um, and I will let you know when this audio is uploaded as the podcast. Oh. Um, of course, for those who are listening in the future, this is already uploaded. <laughs> but here in the present, I will let you know when it's uploaded. And thank you again so, so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Bye.